0: Welcome to the Political Buds Show. My name is Renee Hinojosa. I am your host. Thank you for joining me this uh, in this video. Uh, today's topic or discussion, it's going to be uh, about voter fraud. And just when you thought voter fraud has worn out its welcome mat, along comes another group and this particular group uh, uh, has been funded by a billionaire who is still crying crying out voter fraud. And I have to say this, that most of these groups have actually been funded by either billionaires or people that are multi-millionaires, um, which is kind of interesting. And anyway, so... Um, This new group is stepping into a more conspicuous role in the voter fraud world by providing easily accessible tools for people in Wisconsin and other Midwest battleground states and eventually uh, the rest of the country uh, to forge ahead with a quest to prove election irregularities. And so what they're doing is uh, they have a website. And on its website, uh, they will post all this voter data. At any rate, the the group is called the Voter Reference Foundation. And what they do is they are a group that are essentially concerned with the voter rolls. And what they do is they analyze Uh, the state voter rolls, and they're starting with certain states in particular. And, of course, we're talking about the states where Donald Trump lost the election. And he lost the election uh, in these particular states that would have mattered uh, because if he had won the elections in these states, then this would have propelled him to the second term of his presidency. And so... Uh, what they do is they search for the discrepancies between the number of ballots that were cast and they compare the number of voters that were credited by the rolls as having participated in the November uh, November 3rd, 2020 election. So they're very concerned about that election in particular. And, and this group is led by Doug Trax. I'm, didn't mean to mispronounce his name, but it is spelled T R U A X, and uh, he is a former Illinois uh, Illinois insurance broker, and also he is a podcaster who once ran unsuccessfully for the um, in the state senate's GOP primary back in twenty fourteen. And the, we have to look at VoterRef's um, origins and its founders uh, because this particular foundation is closely linked uh, to a super PAC that is predominantly funded by billionaire Richard Uline. And Richard Uline is, if you don't know, he is the founder of the Wisconsin-based giant Packaging supply store or a company called Uline, U L I N E, and I'm sure many of you here have received at some point or another uh, one of those Uline catalogs. And in that catalog, you'll find all sorts of things that you could use for uh, a business type entity. And it so happens that Uline is a major Trump supporter. And let me start again. It so happens that Uline is a major Trump supporter and key player in Wisconsin and Illinois politics. And among his political donations uh, has been, he has donated $800,000 in September of 2020 to to the Tea Party. It's called the Tea Party Patriots Pack, actually. And it is a group that helped organize the January 6th rally that led to the Capitol insurrection incidentally. So there is a connection there. And so they have been, this group or this foundation has been busy collecting all of this data, uh, all of these voter rolls, Rolls data from various states, and it has drawn objections from uh, election officials in this in these particular states because they have a methodology or they employ a methodology that is very faulty. It is flawed, and their actions consequently may be illegal because uh, of uh, what they do with the data. And its um, it's instruments, like I said, is the voter rolls. And uh, they have published these voter rolls in their website. And they have published the names, the addresses, uh, the birth date, birth dates, and the voting histories, uh, of the voters from various states like Nevada, Wisconsin, Texas, uh, Georgia, Ohio, uh, Michigan, to name a few. And this is information that is uh, normally public, but only available on request for a fee in the entities that they request this information and what the, what's curious about all of this is they have claimed to have found discrepancies or significant discrepancies between the number of voters, once again, and the number of ballots that were cast. And this is actually despite being warned by state election officials that uh, its findings were actually fundamentally incorrect. And so despite the fact that they have been informed uh, not only by one individual of one state, by other individuals of various states. And so uh, there have been at least two states that I know of, New Mexico and Pennsylvania. uh, And they believe that they raised the issue. They believe that. Uh, that by the foundation posting data about the individual voters online uh, is not permissible under their state laws, and they have asked that the data have been removed, to be removed, and to which, to their credit, they actually have removed the data from these particular states. So you will probably not find any uh, of the voters in those roles from those states. And so, uh, in so, so, yes, yeah, so then uh, they have obtained this data, they have posted this data, but uh, the problem with that is that they have found, uh, uh, you know, the of, officials have found that the way they are reporting uh, alleged voter fraud based on the, mo- uh, the voter rolls and whatever comparisons that are drawing is, an- is entirely flawed. <clears throat> and the response has been that in every case, uh, the methodology used to identify discrepancies was flawed, the data uh, was incomplete, or the math was wrong. And this is coming from both Democrats and Republicans from the states that I mentioned, which was, and actually other states besides them, we're including Colorado, we're including Connecticut, Georgia, Michigan, uh, Nevada, New Mexico, North Carolina, Ohio, Pennsylvania, of course, Virginia, and Wisconsin. And I believe that perhaps Texas may be one of those states, but I am not sure. Uh, but here, here is the flaws that they are pointing to. These Republican and Democrats are pointing to. <clears throat> the flaws are that these people are comparing the total number of ballots that were cast in the, in the November 20, uh, 20, 2020 election. And they were compared with the number of voters, or current voters, on the rolls who have recorded histories of having participated in the vote. So these numbers should theoretically match. And, but, uh, But there are valid reasons why the numbers do not match, or should not match theoretically. And so I will explain this and this uh, this this thinking in this way. Let's just say if John votes, uh, John Doe votes, and has his ballot counted in Smith County, and then moves to James County. Once he is registered in James County, he will no longer show vote history because he has no vote history in James County and the further away from the election the data is acquired the more it will have changed because this is a very dynamic process as far as the elections are concerned and so they're they, they're not able to keep up in real time with these counts. As the voters are casting their votes, and um, so that is where Democrats, Democratic officials, and Republican officials are saying, "Look, this is why your data is off. This is why your methodology, uh, whatever methodology you are trying to apply here, isn't isn't jiving. It's not. It's not jiving." And so they haven't. Fix this, but they still claim uh, that there are voter discrepancies. And this is still based on their um, methodology. And so we've got to think about this. <clears throat> and it seems that all of these groups or organizations or foundations, whatever they may call themselves, it's like they were formed sometime right after Trump lost the his second bid for the presidential election and i think it's for various it could be for various reasons one of them is that a lot of these voters believe um they believe the lies about the rampant voter fraud they believe their friends they believe their relatives they believe whatever and so they believe that maybe there was rampant voter fraud. And there could be another, another potential reason for this. And another is that they may be in, actually in denial that Trump uh, lost the election. And then they settled in believing uh, all of these conspiracy theories about voter fraud instead. And they were hoping for the remotest possibility of some miracle that the election could be overturned as a result of all of this. And if they keep digging deeper and deeper into into the alleged voter fraud, they may be hoping to find that one big element that was overlooked and then thus they could claim, look, we have this voter fraud. And so we've seen, uh, we've seen a number of individuals or groups, especially like the, uh, uh, the ninjas and the cyber ninjas and whatever went on in Arizona. Uh, Whatever methodology they use was flawed as well. So it seems to be that seems to be a a commonality with these groups. They allege that there is all of this rampant voter fraud, and and then essentially they are fueled by conspiracy theories from someone or some other entity, and then based on that, uh, they're essentially funded. By well to do millionaires or billionaires, and then they get going and they start, uh, whatever process it is, what they initiate, whatever process, and um, essentially it brings nothing to fruition, nothing is gained, uh, in this in their escapades, they don't find voter fraud, but um. Uh, Essentially, they blame Democrats for Trump's loss. And in doing so, they prop up this uh, straw man, the voter fraud straw man. And it seems that individuals that have perpetrated voter fraud uh, have been mostly done by Republicans or people that uh, ascribe to the Republican party in some way. And there has been multiple cases of family members who have cast their vote for their long dead mother or father or grandparent. And just recently, we have to add uh, this other additional voter fraud by, by Mark Meadows and it may very well be that mark meadows who was a who's uh, serving with trump uh, in his administration he may have also cast a vote that was uh, illegally it was illegally cast by registering to vote uh, with an address where his landlord said he never spent a single night and evidently uh, this address points to a mobile home in another area, in another state, I believe. And so so they're looking into this as we speak. And so it seems, once again, that when we're talking about voter fraud, we're talking about individuals mostly in the Republican arena, uh, or individuals that traditionally vote Republican or for whatever purposes, these individuals have have committed voter fraud. And there's been maybe one or two instances of something to do, some sketchy uh, person that may have voted Democrat or may have voted in general uh, because they didn't understand the state laws and how they stand with themselves uh, being felons or convicted felons. And so they may have uh, committed some kind of; they may have broken some kind of law in the process, um, and that's been documented. But what has been documented is the number of, re- of people who illegally cast Republican votes, and then they were caught, and that includes probably Mark Meadows. Uh, but then it, we have to also look at the what it, what is the nature of these organizations and foundations. Um, they are not going to find that voter fraud that they allege exists there. And there may be, the result is that people are losing confidence uh, in the voting process. And thus other people may be discouraged from voting uh, because the uh, these people, who um, whatever their objective is, they keep saying voter fraud, voter fraud. So essentially, they may be swayed into not participating in the voting process because the elections are rigged, in their opinion. So, if you have any comments about what we've just, uh, what I've just pointed out here, feel free to post your response. Um, tell me how you feel about uh, these wealthy individuals who fund these organizations and in the process it undermines uh, our voting systems. It undermines our voting systems in a way that uh, it creates uh, people create conspiracy theories of voter fraud and so it, it may hurt our democracy in the process or in the long run. So if you have any comments about this, write them down and I'll try to answer. I'll try to participate. And thank you for joining me this evening. We'll see you again in the next installment of another video. We'll see you later.